Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. Use promo code STUFF. 20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. Hey, everyone. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. This is Stuff You Should Know, as you know. I don't think you've ever said that, that the title of our uh, podcast. I know, I'm trying out something new. I like that. Let the mighty eagle soar, Chuck. I agree. Yeah. So, um, have you ever heard of eugenics, Chuck? Uh, no, because you teased me before we went on the air, and uh, I asked you what it was, so I might add to the conversation, and you refused. So. Yeah, I refused to tell you, didn't I? Yeah, so let's So this wing is genuine. It. You really genuinely don't know. This I have no idea. This is some stupid segue that you, you already know the answer to. Nope. Okay, well, let me tell you a little bit about eugenics. It's a little history lesson, American history to be exact, okay. early 20th century. <clears throat> there was a movement afoot in the scientific community to basically purify the human race, to make humans, you know, the best we can possibly be. Right. But to do that, we had to get rid of humans that were deemed deficient. And for those of you listening out there, I just made very, very strong uh, air quotes with my fingers. <laughs> Um, so these deficient humans were anybody from the uh, mentally infirm, epileptics, uh-huh. people born blind or deaf, mutes, um, and just basically anybody who... Clubfoot. Oh, yeah. You did not want to be clubfoot in 1920 in America. Right. right? Uh, but this is it's a little-known aspect of, of American history. The government got behind this, this eugenics movement. And there's actually, I believe there's a few people alive today that were um, sterilized by the federal government. That's eugenics. Wow. It really happened. Well, I'm glad it didn't take. It didn't take, although it almost did um, elsewhere in a little place we call Germany. Right. Adolf Hitler actually didn't come up with this idea of, you know, the uh, Superman uh, of the Aryan race, the perfect race on his own. He got it from the eugenics movement and a guy named Henry Ford, who is a huge proponent of eugenics. Really? Yep. Little known fact. Wow. Let's fast forward to the 21st century. All right. Right now, there are at least two women walking the planet who voluntarily had themselves sterilized. Do you know why they did this? Uh, so they couldn't have babies? <laughs> that's, that's precisely right, Chuck. Okay. How insightful of you. <laughs> uh, the reason that they did this... Yes, right. uh, was because they didn't want to contribute to uh, the population and its uh, negative effects on the environment. This was their their service to the environment. They were making sure they didn't procreate ever. And I'm sure they probably went to the press to tout this. 
Most definitely. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it was a big deal. There was uh, a couple of articles I read on them. And um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I would call that a- an example of eco-anxiety. Yeah, I think that's I, w- I would agree with you there. Do you want to define eco-anxiety? Uh, sure. Uh, eco-anxiety is a, it's a sort of a new affliction that they've... Uh, it's they've very new. Yeah, very new. Um, where people have chronic fears of environmental doom in one way or the other, whether it's uh, global warming, uh, flood, famine, heat waves, uh, extinction, that kind of thing. And I, I don't I don't know exactly how widely um, held this diagnosis is, right. but apparently it is real, and um, it's, it's somewhat like a general anxiety disorder uh-huh. where you have insomnia, nervousness, right. depression, that right. kind of thing, um, except it's very specifically triggered from you know, thinking about or being presented with evidence of the destruction of the environment. Right. Or even, actually, I did a little extra research for a change. (laughs) And um, a lot of these folks even just, they'll see, they'll obsess over like a a can or a water bottle. They'll be walking down the street and they'll see a a can on on the road and they'll want to stop their car. Well, I guess they'd be driving. They want to stop their car just to or get bike, that can. Probably bike. Uh, this one lady sifts. Yeah, they'd be on a bike, I guess. They sift through the trash sometimes, mm-hmm. looking for recyclables. I've actually done that before. Uh, I don't consider myself eco anxious though. <laughs> it's more just like, well, this can be recycled. Well, I've done that. I've, I've taken something off the top, perhaps. Well, yeah, yeah. I didn't like get my hands really dirty. Right, but I don't. I don't make it a point to go around two trash cans to okay. sift through them, which. I think some of these folks do. Actually, if that is a symptom of eco-anxiety, then maybe this isn't new because hobos have been doing that for years. Yeah, maybe right. Yeah, so maybe these are just hobos in disguise. Right, or, they were know. the first eco-anxious. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, um... All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. Very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Hey, everybody, if you're building a deck at work and you want to supercharge it, check out Canva presentations. Work docs have been the same for too long, but Canva docs are different. They're visual. They grab readers' attention with images, charts, tables, and videos playable right in the doc. Plus, docs don't have to be just words on a page. You can make your docs pop with Canva docs. That's right. And Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, HR, ops, marketing, and more, Canva presentations can be the solution for you. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, adding images, graphics, charts, data visualizations, all from a massive media library. It's super easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. So start designing today at canva.com, designed for work. 
That's canva.com. Okay, so that's that's eco anxiety. We've we've right. got that covered. Um, and it seems like people who are eco anxious um, are just kind of maybe nervous Nellies, and this is a real outlet for them. I have a feeling that might be the case. That because general know, anxiety. Yeah, exactly. It seems like there's general anxiety, and then emanating from that are these things that can trigger it, right? right. Think about it. Um, Eco-anxiety is new, uh, and it's kind of developed along with um, our consciousness of how badly we're treating the planet these days. Sure. Um, but uh, it, was fear of flying around before airplanes were invented? Exactly. Um, or And there's also a lot of, uh, lot of psychologists that believe that uh, claustrophobia didn't really generate until uh, or develop until the modern city. Right. And that kind of living close and all that it actually led to claustrophobia. So it, it almost seems like this is totally me opining here, but it seems like there's general anxiety disorders and then it, it just kind of uh, there's there's triggers for it, different triggers for different folks. Right. Almost like you look for something to uh, to be anxious about exactly well eco anxiety is the new anxiety du jour so right we should probably tell everybody you know what they can possibly do about this kind of thing right well i know that uh many people who suffer from eco anxiety feel a great deal of uh or a great lack of support rather from uh friends and family mm-hmm. a lot of times they aren't very understanding because they think it's not exactly uh, kooky. Yeah, they think it's a little kooky, or, or or if nothing else, unfounded. Although I did notice in the article uh, that a Gallup poll states that 36 percent of Americans say they worry a great deal about global warming. Mm-hmm. And that same poll found 35 percent of people think that global warming will pose a threat to their life or their lifestyle within their lifetime. Right. So I guess that's a. I mean. I kind of believe that as well. I believe sure. in go- global warming, and I think that it's already having some negative effects. But I don't carry it around with me on a daily basis as far as worrying about it. I think that's the difference. Right. And I think my problem with the eco-anxiety diagnosis is that any any um, uh, gesture uh, toward the environment, toward protecting the environment, that isn't born exclusively out of a sense of responsibility uh, uh, qualifies as eco-anxiety. Right. Which I, I kind of disagree with. I do too. But there's a pretty good explanation for eco-anxiety that uh, eco-psychologists have come up with. Um, and that basically it's it's a symptom or a byproduct of our increasing disconnection from the planet. Right. We have um, we've created technology that has effectively taken us out of any kind of uh, need to be cared for by the planet, or we've at least uh, created that that idea in our minds that we have insulated ourselves from the planet through technology. We don't need it any longer except to walk on and drink the water from, and any problems we face, we can basically engineer our way out of it. Right. But apparently we're supposed to connect with the planet. We're supposed to feel connected with the planet. So as we get less and less connected to it, we're getting more and more eco-anxious. That's the explanation as I understand it. Right. And one uh, on that same note, one thing I thought was kind of funny, actually, if you want me to be honest. Okay. Uh, one of the things that eco-therapists will do at a rate of 250 an hour uh, to help you cure this will be to advise you to uh, carry around a rock or a piece of bark to uh, connect yourself with uh, Mother Nature again. The uh, the other suggestion that I, I read that I liked was um, to go outside. Right. I would love to charge somebody 250 bucks for 50 minutes to tell them to go outside. Right. 
I mean, how do you do that? That's awesome. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to belittle because it is a valid, if it's a valid concern for somebody, then who are we to say that it's not? Who are we to to draw judgment on somebody who who walks around uh, in a constant state of panic when they see an idling car, let's say, or uh, a water bottle sitting on the ground? Uh, So while we might think it's a bit silly... um, they might think that my fear of, uh, of mice is silly. I think your fear of mice is really silly. Right. All right, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. Because in Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for timed tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. It's very nice. That's right. And the more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. I'm talking about unique stickers that you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, or hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges, like digging for treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. That's right. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now for free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Hey, everybody. If you're building a deck at work and you want to supercharge it, check out Canva presentations. Work docs have been the same for too long. But Canva docs are different. They're visual. They grab readers' attention with images, charts, tables, and videos playable right in the doc. Plus, docs don't have to be just words on a page. You can make your docs pop with Canva docs. That's right. And Canva presentations are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, HR, ops, marketing, and more, Canva presentations can be the solution for you. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, adding images, graphics, charts, data visualizations, all from a massive media library. It's super easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. So start designing today at canva.com, designed for work. That's C-A-N-V-A dot com. Yeah, um, but yeah, I can understand what you're saying, and I think that's a legitimate thing to to, to point out because, however it manifests itself, it's still in a form of anxiety. But this is perhaps maybe the most productive uh, form of anxiety there is. You know, I mean, you don't want to just like curl up in the corner with your your chest, your knees drawn up to your chest, rocking back and forth. Right. You want to go pick recyclables out of the trash and do right. something. You know, maybe. Go fight off uh, Japanese whalers in the Arctic, something like that. Right, join Greenpeace. Something. Sure. I mean, at least it motivates you to do something that has a happy end. Right. A happy ending. Or just carry around a piece of bark in your pocket. Which is really the There's least you can that. do, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's not very good advice, if you ask me. I think they can inspire somebody to actually make change instead of just carrying a rock. Carrying, yeah, or bark. Um, so... There was one other aspect that I found kind of interesting about uh, eco-anxiety was that it was largely driven by the media. Yeah. I've, I, I completely agree with that. Right. I and think, um, our friend Al Gore, I know, uh, has... Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, has inspired with his film, An in Inconvenient Truth, mm-hmm. which was, you know, kind of frightening. Yeah. Well, as with any kind of um, public policy push or campaign, um, it has to be... The, the problem has to be identified. And the public has to be alerted to it. 
But we generally, especially in America, are fairly lazy and like to have things spoon-fed to us. Right. So the best way to get us to, you know, get off of the lazy boy and drop our Budweiser and, you know, maybe get out there and do something is to scare the hell out of us. Right. And and it's a it's a legitimate marketing tactic. There's this um there's this uh acronym called FUD. Fear, uncertainty, and dread. And these are actually three marketing ploys to get people to do something. So whether it's, you know, saving the polar bears. Right. Or getting you to go to the the midnight madness sale, right? It, it's the same tactics, and I can see how, especially missing the midnight madness sale, that's pretty bad. But eventually, you're going to get over it. You're like, that sucks. I missed out on those savings, but I'll live. It's fud with the with the with the environment. The stakes are so much higher, right? That I think if you're going to try to get people to act, you you have to. You have to be slightly more delicate, maybe. Sure. Because you have the eco-anxious out there. Right. you got to be careful with these folks. Yeah. My wife, I wouldn't call her eco-anxious, but she does worry about the polar bears. Sure. Stuff like that. Well, don't we all? Yeah. So um, I guess my advice to our readers would be, and I think I speak for Chuck as well, the next time you see a uh, well-dressed liberal rooting through the trash and pulling cans out, be extra nice to them because they may be among the eco-anxious. Right. Or tout yourself as an eco-therapist and uh, take money from them. Yeah. Keep keep uh, loads of bark handy. Right. Like pharmaceutical samples. Right. Well, don't go anywhere. Uh, we want you to stick around to find out which article Chuck and I think has the most useful, useless information we've heard in quite some time. Chuck, do you want to be the uh, big boy who tells them which article we think has the most useful, useless information in it? Yes, I'll be the big boy. Do it. Uh, why is it why is it a bad idea to scare a vulture? Written by our colleague Kristen Conger. Yes, and, and do you want to tell everybody why it's a bad idea? Yeah, because apparently, if a vulture gets scared, it will vomit on cue. And this vomit is not ordinary vomit. Apparently, vulture vomit. It smells like dead things, appropriately, sure. appropriately enough. But it also burns. Right, it's like very acidic. Acid. Yeah. So, <laughs> you should probably just steer clear of vultures anyway. Right. I would say we say useless, useful, or useful, useless, depending on where you're coming from, because it sounds silly. But if you ever scared a vulture and it puked on you, then you'd you'd find out it's not so silly. After <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you can arm yourself against this eventuality. Learn some uh, vulture psychology, how to keep away from that kind of thing. Uh, type in why is it a bad idea to scare a vulture into our handy-dandy search bar. You can learn more about eco-anxiety by typing in how eco-anxiety works. Both of those articles will be found in only one place. That is HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Hey, if you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon as low as $25 a month every month, taxes and fees included. Use promo code STUFF. 20 to receive $20 off your first month for listening to this podcast. Switch now at Visible.com. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, 
mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.